You are flying high on Locked On Eagles on a special emergency show. Holy crap, Benjamin Solak of Bleeding Green Nation. Tell me what's going on, man. It is the Jay Ajayi, Jay, Jay Train emergency instant reaction. What is happening right now recording? Where I, where I am locally, okay, it's 8.30 a.m., I've been up for the past two or three hours. I have a midterm in less than an hour. I am not done studying for it. I will not finish studying for it. I'm going to walk into that <laughs> class and immediately look at the professor and be like, listen, the Eagles just traded for Jay Ajayi. This is less important than that right now. That's the reality. Yeah, you have to understand everything stops when a blockbuster trade like this is made. We talked about running backs yesterday. And look, I, I watched a lot of running backs in the summer and to me, and we can debate about this, but Jay Ajayi was at the very least on the fringe of a top five back. There was no one else in the NFL, according to PFF and according to my sweet, sweet eyeballs, that had more yards after contact than Jay Ajayi. I loved him coming out of college. I thought he was a bell cow Marshawn Lynch clone. He is a grown man. Ben, what do you think about our new running back? Right, so let's break this down uh, looking at, you know, all the different aspects of a trade. Number one, the Philadelphia Eagles send to the Miami Dolphins a fourth-round select uh, selection in the 2018 draft Beautiful. for Jay Ajayi. Now, Jay Ajayi was drafted in the fifth round out of Boise State for Miami in the 2014 NFL draft, I believe it was. Yeah, right, no, no, because no. the knee issues, the possible bone-on-bone issue, that's why he went fifth round. He would have gone a lot earlier than that. I had him as a as a day-two lock, and then the rumors came out that he might have that bone-on-bone issue in the future. Hasn't happened yet. That's something that, obviously, we don't know. We're not doctors. We don't have the medical report. But, I mean, if that knee is okay for the next two to three years, I'm good with it, man. No, absolutely. And that's kind of the big question that remains in, in this one for me, but we'll get to that. We'll get to the bad news. We'll do the good news first. So so the Eagles send a fourth-round selection. Now, of course, coming up in the 2018 draft, the Eagles do not have a second-round or a third-round pick in 2018. The second-rounder, they uh, they sent to, I believe, uh, the Cleveland Browns in the eventual Carson Wentz trade. The third-round pick was moved with Jordan Matthews uh, in the Ronald Darby trade. However, they do have three fourth-rounders, their own fourth-rounder. The fourth-rounder that comes from New England on the Eric Rowe trade, which could potentially become a third, but probably won't. And then their, thir- mm. their third fourth-rounder came from from the Vikings in the Sam Bradford trade, right? So losing one of these fourth rounders is not nearly as bad of an issue as, you know, it was conceived to be. And assuming the Eagles hold par, they could have just given up their, their second highest or their third highest pick, right? But that likely would have been the pick that they spent on a running back, given that the fact that they'd likely attack offensive tackle with that first selection. And you can't tell me right. you're going to get a better running back <laughs> uh, rookie than, than Jay Ajayi right now. So the Eagles got incredible value, assuming that they would have taken a running back with one of these selections. And it's very likely they would have even tried to trade up from one of these fourth round selections to improve upon it to go get a running back. And so really this is exceptional value for just a simple fourth round pick. Like you'd assume, you'd assume there'd be another, like a conditional mid round pick for playing time or, you know, some depth piece, something. It's just a fourth rounder. Yeah, which is which is crazy. I mean, like you said, what running back are you going to get in the fourth round? Are you going to get a Bo Scarborough who's got a medical history a mile long uh, and, and get him and think it's going to be better? Jay Ajayi is only 24 years old. Miami was not utilizing him correctly this year. That offense looks like a train wreck. Adam Gase has not been able to get that together. And we get their best offensive weapon for a fourth round pick. Are you? That's insane. That's Absolutely. insane to me that that would happen. 
for a 24-year-old running back. I mean, it, the only re- the only thing that makes sense to me is that there's something more going on with that knee than we're aware of. And that's the only thing that we can get burned on. And honestly, for a fourth-round pick, if we get a potential bell cow back, I'd take that risk. I'm totally fine with it. This is a this is beautiful, man. I am Woo! 100 percent No, I completely agree with you. And let's talk about JJ's production because this year he's on pace for a little bit lower than a thousand yards, being a thousand yard rusher. He's still seen pretty significant volume with 138 carries over seven games. He's on pace for his yep. most carries of all the season, but the Dolphins have had a lot of trouble generating offense. You know, Ryan Tanhill, their starting quarterback, goes down with injury, so Jay Cutler is brought in. He hasn't done well as their starting quarterback. Jarvis Landry, their slot wide receiver, is also apparently on the market. This is news that's come out since the Ajayi trade. He's likely a little bit pricier than, than Ajayi is because he's got all yeah. this production and, and a wide receiver is conceived as more valuable, and obviously he doesn't have the health issues that Ajayi has as well. But hey, 2016, Jay Ajayi was a Pro Bowl running back. That was that was last season, his last full season. He uh, played in only in, in only 15 games. Technically, started in only 12 because he was still growing into the places he was their long-term starter so he did miss a little bit of time due to injury but he had over a thousand yards 4.9 yards per carry he also brought in 27 receptions for 150 yards which is a a decent amount for the the style of running back that he is and hey let's hit that too Jay Jai is a fantastic scheme fit for what Philadelphia does. Jay Jai can run both power and zone concepts, which Philadelphia likes to run both of those. So now he has scheme versatility. And I think that he has the burst that you, we talked about it yesterday, you know, looking for a burst, your running back guy that, that has explosiveness. A Jai can rip him off, man. I mean, he can go, he can run some, he, he can pick up some long runs. His long of last year was a 62 yarder, right? So he can cover distance. He's a fantastic running back just from a pure talent level. Yeah. And you talk about red zone production and all that stuff. He helps us in that area. Blunt hasn't really been dynamic for us there in the red zone. Jay Ajayi, man, some of his red zone runs. I want I want you Eagles fans to go to my my timeline at Michael J. Kiss. Check out the, the retweet that I just had from a video clip I posted in the summer where he just put his hand through someone's face in the red zone. And look, this guy is a beast. And I'm sorry for the wind. I am driving. This is a crazy moment. We had to, like, stop everything and get this recording going because we are just pumped, man. He's the scheme fit. He's a bell cow back. He's going to get it done for us, man. This is a, this is a beautiful day. Beautiful day. Right. So last last concept here that we'll talk about just with Ajayi specifically is the contract. This is my favorite part. I don't know about you, Mike. I, I, you know how much I love the contracts. Jay Ajayi yep. was on a fourth-round rookie, uh, a four-year rookie deal when he was drafted. So his first year was his 2015 year. So he's on. he's got two years left of his contract this year and next year. Now his cap number for this year is 67 like six hundred seventy thousand. That's it. That's less than six gore. seven That's zero less than K. Hide. That's nothing. <laughs> Do you understand? Like, yeah, that is a drop of water in the NFL cap. And then in the upcoming year, he's going to be a uh, um, seven hundred sixty K. That's all. That uh, uh, an uptick of one hundred thousand. The Eagles now have twenty four games, assuming that Ajayi can stay healthy, to evaluate him and see what potential contract he may be worth. But what this does for you, you've got him across the next two years, right? If you shore up the left tackle position either this year or next year, you've got now that running back, right? You've got now that potential balance on offense. What you get Darby back healthy, you get Jones back healthy. I mean, we, you know, as, as we, as I've been saying, you know, looking at offseason stuff, this, this looks like a team that's one or two pieces away. This is a piece. This is one of those pieces. Now, uh, will that piece be around in 2019? I'm not sure, you know, like, but that's way too far ahead right now. This Philadelphia Eagle offense just got 
significantly more dangerous. And look, we talked about it going into the preseason. I mean, what was more talked about than the running back position for the Eagles in the preseason? It was it was running back. That was the major issue. And look, we've gotten decent production out of these guys. But you want to talk about from a philosophy standpoint where I was concerned that we weren't going to stick with the run when it was hard? This points to a mentality that we want to be able to run the ball and have that be the focal point of our offense when we have a lead instead of passing 625 times a year. This just speaks to the mentality that we want to have, and I love it, man. Give me that smash mouth football. Oh, no, 100%. The question now becomes for Philadelphia, do you trust Big V going forward? Do you attack you know, the offensive tackle depth as potential on the free agent market? Do you make a trade for a depth piece? Really, OT is the one remaining question, and if they can get passable production there, right, with the with the running effect that you're going to have with a Jai on first down, with the ability to take the edge off the pass protection now that you can run the football more effectively – the perceived weaknesses of this team don't become weaknesses anymore, Mike. This becomes a much, much, much more well-rounded team. Right. And what you're seeing, too, and we talked about this with, with Peters going down, you're seeing the number of snaps from 13 personnel where we have three tight ends on the field go up. And this move matches that. Not only does it mask Vitae in any deficiency that he has, even though he had a really good game against the 49ers despite that one sack, it also speaks to a power run game that you can run more play action off of, and that helps Vitae as well. So I don't think – I think we hold serve at offensive tackle. I think we – I think inside the building, the feelings than we might have on Twitter or in the public. So I think we hold here, and I'm good with it, man. I'm totally – I love it, man. I'm just so excited. I'm, I'm at a loss for words. Right, absolutely. So I have one more question to ask you now. Just, you know, obviously we're spitballing here. It'll be interesting to see how involved Ajayi is for the Denver game because obviously the bye is there afterwards. So maybe he gets some minimal work, right? And then he gets more significantly installed, you know, later uh, after the bye week, kind of looking at that Dallas game as perhaps a potential target. But I'll ask you this. If we're looking at the the way the Eagles deployed their running backs against San Francisco, right? LeGarrette Blunt had 16 carries. Like we said, a lot of those in the first half. Corey Clement had 10 carries. Wendell Smallwood had one carry. So that's a total of 27 carries for their running backs. Let's say the Eagles give, you know, 25 to 30 carries to their running backs every game. How many carries is Ajayi taking? 35. <laughs> <laughs> All of them and then some. No, I love it. Absolutely. Yeah, not not. I mean, anywhere from 15 to 20, you got to figure it's going to be the number for him. He's definitely going to be our closer. He's going to be our red zone guy, and we're going to work him on first down. Uh, Blunt still has a place in this offense, uh, but I-, I think Ajayi is just the guy now. And you saw, you know, we moved away from Smallwood. Really, what what role does Clement have now? Now that Ajayi and Blunt are in the and Smallwood are in the building, like that's a that's a crowded backfield. If you try to get them all involved, I think you try to ride the hot hand. And whoever's the hot hand, and I'm assuming it's going to be a Jai most of the time, that's that's who you're rocking, you know what I mean? And you're just punishing defenses, dude. A fresh blunt followed up by a, fr- a, a fresh Ajayi. That's, that's physical. <laughs> you are running through faces, which is amazing. Amazing. Quote Adam Schefter. So in a 12-hour stretch, Eagles add Jay Ajayi and Cowboys lose Ezekiel Elliott. <laughs> the tables have turned. Well, the FOs. <laughs> All right, my man. So uh, hopefully right. we get to do this again at some point today. But if not, this was a fun little emergency episode. This has been bonkers. Thank you guys for listening. Uh, look, any new, new new news that drops, we're going to be dropping it on Locked On Eagles. Make sure you go to LockedOnEagles.com as well. And keep it locked on here on Locked On Eagles. 
Fly, Eagles, fly. Jay Ajayi. 